Hey, what's up, guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the Anthony Vecino. So go, go connect. Let's do it. All right, let's get to the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today, I want to give you guys just a little bit of a behind the scenes, uh, talk through the process that we go through when making a YouTube video. And this might not be super interesting to some of you, but it might be fascinating to others. I know for myself as a creator, I love getting a sneak peek under the hood of how others uh, run their content creation machine and like what that actually looks like. Uh, I was I was thinking about this the other day because I was scripting out a YouTube video and I was like on our three or four of, of the process. And I was like, man, I started to think about all the different moving parts that go into making a, a YouTube video these days. And I was like, there's a lot of work. Uh, so from a high level, like it probably takes me four to five hours to script a, a 20 minute YouTube video. And I usually sit down on Sundays and have the entire afternoon blocked off from like one till five to try and get this done in one shot. But it's hard. It's hard because I spend a lot of time thinking very hard about what I want to say, trying to say it in an interesting way, and then really flushing out the language so that it it uh, communicates exactly what I want it to. And so that process is very hard. It's very time consuming. A, a 20 minute script for me is about 3000 words. So four, th- uh, four hours divided by 3000 words gives me, you know, like 800 words an hour, which, um, is slow based on what I can write for fiction, but I'm going through as I'm writing and I'm, I'm reading it out loud a lot because when I script, I script word for word and then I put it on a teleprompter on the camera. And then when I'm reading, like what you guys see on YouTube is just me reading the script. And in the past I've done it off script. Like right now I'm off script. Like when I'm on Instagram, I'm usually off script. And when I'm doing short videos, you know, on the YouTube channel back in the day, a lot of people don't realize this because the channel started blowing up last October, but um, we were releasing multiple videos per week for the last couple of years, but they they lacked the same intention and quality. We weren't doing the same level of editing, the thumbnails, the title, all that stuff wasn't like to the same level that it is now. And But one big difference was I would just get on camera and just start talking. I'd have like an idea in the same way of like this podcast of what I want to address I didn't necessarily know exactly what I was going to say. And so it was kind of, it kind of meandered, kind of go off script. Like, you know, there was no script. And what I found is that when I script, it's much tighter. The message gets across much more clearly. It's um, just much more effective overall. But it it also takes a really long time to script. So it takes me about four hours um, on a good day. <laughs> Sometimes it takes more. I don't want to admit that, but it's true. So then... Outside of that, then we'll spend about an hour getting B-roll. So Nikhil and Axel, they'll come over. We'll go walk the streets, or you know, we'll go to an event and do something, some activity, and we'll spend about an hour getting B-roll footage that can then be spliced into the video throughout. We'll spend about another hour just on the thumbnail, doing market research and and trying to find other thumbnails that have performed really well for other creators. And then we'll do our own kind of riff on it, our own take. And then we will, we will go to a location that we think could be the right spot for the shot. We put a lot of time and energy and intentionality into getting the right shot. We'll take hundreds of shots and only use one. 
And it's, it might seem like overkill to put that much time and energy into, into the thumbnail. But in reality, it's like the most important thing, because if you can't get people to click, then it's, it it doesn't matter how good the video is. Nobody's going to watch it. So it's like that whole, people don't judge a book by its cover. Oh yes, they do. So if your cover sucks, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've got the best story in the world, nobody's going to read it. So we spend about an hour on the thumbnail and that's just on getting the shot, not even on the editing, which uh, I'm not even sure how long it takes Nikhil. I'm sure it takes him a while because he thinks about it a lot. Then we take about, it takes me about an hour to record. It actually, it probably takes me longer. Honestly, it takes me probably two hours because I got to set up all the equipment. I got to get the shot just right. I'm not a professional photographer or anything like that. So it's a lot of trial and error. And then when I sit down to do the script, I can usually, when I'm, when I'm just going through the, the teleprompter, it could take me about 30 minutes to get through a 20 minute script, a couple of flubs here and there. got to go back. I forget to push record, all sorts of stuff, but it takes about another hour for that. And then I actually don't know how long it takes for the editing process for Thomas and Nikhil to do this, but I would have to imagine it's about four hours. It probably takes them as long to edit as it took me to script. So then you, you do the math on this and it's like, man, this is like 10 to 15 hours of work crammed into a single 20 minute video, which is a lot of time, a lot of energy. Um, not to mention a lot of money. It's, it's pretty expensive to make these, these YouTube videos awesome, but that's, I mean, at the end of the day, is it worth it? I think it is hundred percent, not because of like any monetary benefit, but because it's awesome to do awesome things and to make work that you're proud of. And as somebody that identifies as a creator, like it feels really good when you make something awesome. So I just wanted to give you guys that little sneak peek. Um, maybe someday I'll do like an actual video walkthrough and show you guys the equipment and show you the setup and like give you a behind the scenes, actual sneak peek of uh, a recording process. That might be interesting. Let me know if it would be like, shoot me a message or leave a, a review for this podcast and let me know, like, is that something that you'd like to actually see? If it is, um, we'll try and work it into the books. Otherwise, I hope this, this is a little bit different of a, of a podcast episode today. Hopefully it brought you a little bit of value. If it didn't, then, you know, come back around these parts tomorrow. I'll try again. But until then, my friends, stay hyper-focused. What's going on, everybody? I just want to let you know real quick that the Hyper-Focus Masterclass is officially live. We put a ton of time and energy into this project, and based on all the positive feedback so far that we've received from students, it's it's, it's pretty awesome. Seriously, we're, we're really psyched on how it all turned out. If you're interested in learning all the habits, rituals, routines, systems, processes, frameworks, and more that you know help me turn my ADHD into a superpower to get out of massive debt and build a $70 million real estate portfolio over the past 10 years, then you're definitely going to want to head over to beyondtheapex.com backslash hyperfocus and check it out. All right, let's get to the show.